Hey guys, welcome to Admit 3, where we discuss all things movies, media, and television. I'm Kurt. I'm Laura. And I'm Rob. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to our coverage of The Last of Us. This week we're discussing episode 6, Kin. Kin picks up three months after the tragic events of last week's episode, and finds Ellie and Joel in snow-covered Wyoming, where they reunite with Joel's brother, Tommy. Tommy is living in a peaceful, gated community in Jackson, and he's expecting a child of his own with his new wife, Maria. It's about as perfect as a life can get in a post-outbreak world. So Joel, who has been suffering from nightmares, panic attacks, and potential heart issues, decides that Ellie would be better off sticking with Tommy and letting him accompany her to find the fireflies. Ellie disagrees, however, and Joel ultimately decides to stick with her. They leave on horseback shortly after, and Joel finds himself opening up to Ellie more and more as they near their destination. Seeing them bond and discuss things from pre-outbreak life, such as contracting jobs and the rules of football, makes for one of the happier moments of The Last of Us. But that happiness is upended when the pair are attacked by a group of scavengers, and Joel is stabbed in the gut. They narrowly escape their attackers, and the episode ends on a cliffhanger as Joel passes out from a loss of blood. Kurt, what did you think of that cliffhanger? Uh, I, I liked it. I, I feel like yeah. Joel's okay. But you mean he's not dead? <laughs> I, I don't think he's dead. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, it definitely works as a cliffhanger. I'm excited to see what happens. I, like I said, I, I think he's fine. Yeah. But how he is going to be fine, I'm curious to see. Uh, the episode as a whole, I actually really enjoyed. And I know I said this last week, yeah. but I think this might be my favorite episode really? of the series so far. What wow. did you think? Um, to be honest, I I mean, I don't want to sound like uh, a Debbie Downer, but I feel like <laughs> this episode was a little bit like boring compared to some of the other episodes we've had. I mean, the scenery was, you know, beautiful, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um but I just feel like not much happened. Yeah, they had that scene where, like, the dog was sniffing Ellie, and they had, like, a little tension there. Mm-hmm. But other than that, most of the episode is just, like, them finding this community with his brother, Joel's brother, Tommy, getting to know everybody. And then the only real, like, action that happens is at the end where Joel gets stabbed in the gut. So, I mean, in terms of, you know, the stuff actually happening, I guess we're really left, you know, desiring more. At least me, I felt like I wanted more, but... Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from for sure. I it was definitely a quieter, more character driven yeah. episode. Um the scene with the dog that you mentioned mm. was very tense, I thought. And uh also that little action scene at the end when Joel gets stabbed is pretty good. But I really just enjoyed I I, I loved seeing Joel reunite with Tommy. Mm. I thought that was great. But most of all I enjoyed Joel's vulnerability throughout the episode. I think this is probably Pedro Pascal's best performance in the series so far. Mm-hmm. He's allowing his fear and all of his sadness that he's been holding on to come through. And, and it's fun, not fun, but <laughs> so that's not fun. It's fun to watch him break. <laughs> um, I just I I like the contrast from how Joel was so gruff and mm-hmm. macho with his right. feelings to seeing how now that he's let Ellie in he's let Ellie in and he's come to care so much for Ellie mm-hmm. 
that he's now feeling fear. And it kind of uh, echoes back to episode three when... uh, What were their names? Do you remember? Uh, Nick Offerman and the other man? I do not remember their names, though. Bill and Frank, maybe? I think that's it, yeah. Uh, Sounds right. Well, he tells them that that. he was never afraid until he came along. Yeah, yeah. And now he's starting to feel all of these things that he, because he's worried that he can't protect Ellie and he cares right. so much for her and he wants to keep her safe. Yeah, I feel like um, one thing I could say about Joel in this episode is that he always manages to say the worst thing at the worst time. Absolutely. Like when his brother is saying that he doesn't want to take Ellie, um, <laughs> and, you know, Joel is really like giving it to him. And his brother finally comes out and says, you know, I'm going to be a dad. Yeah. And Joel kind of just, like, sits back and is listening. And Tommy says, I think I'm going to be a good dad. And there's a short pause. And Joel <laughs> and Joel says, I guess we'll see. <laughs> it's just, like, the worst possible thing you could say. And then later when he's talking to Ellie, because um, Ellie had fig- uh, figured out when Maria was cutting her hair that Joel had a daughter who had passed away. So later on that evening when Ellie was talking to Joel... Um, they had a conversation and Ellie was getting kind of upset because, you know, everybody has either died in her life or left her and she doesn't want Joel to leave her as well. And she, she says that, you know, I'm not your daughter or whatever. Um, and then Joel, (laughs) instead of, you know, trying to de-escalate the situation, he just goes, you're right. You're not my daughter. You're right. (laughs) You're not my daughter. He just, I mean, I I get it because his character has been so like closed off. He doesn't want to let people in he doesn't want to get hurt but he's just so so good at saying the worst yeah. possible thing if there's one thing a man is gonna do it's say the wrong thing at the wrong time yeah um i'm not sure what their names are which i guess is a theme in this uh, episode <laughs> of the podcast but the uh couple at the beginning of the episode where they're like hiding oh, yeah. out of their cabin did we even get their names i don't know I, i'm not sure if we got their names or not but i i that was such a fun scene for me i yeah, really enjoyed cool. that and it was it it showed uh like a positive side to humanity i mm-hmm. think that they were able to you know be strangers in a tense situation and manage to get along and care for each other just a little bit right but the banter between the husband and wife yeah it was, was very so good. funny it was so good and so funny and felt so natural yeah, it did. It felt very authentic and genuine. Um, the scene later on when Tommy and Joel are kind of making up after their argument they had mm-hmm. earlier, um, when Pedro Pascal, uh, Joel, is like breaking down and they could see like his tears are watering or his eyes are watering up with yeah. tears. And it's just like, it was such like a powerful scene. He did such a good job portraying emotion there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I really liked that scene. And of course, at the at the next day, you know, Ellie thinks that Tommy is going to take her, but then Joel's there anyway. Obviously, we yeah. all knew that was going to happen. We knew it's the the show is about Joel and Ellie. They're not going to split them up, obviously. Yeah. So we saw that coming. But uh... I thought that specific scene was kind of funny when uh, Tommy and Ellie are walking to the stable to get a horse, and Joel's already there. Yeah. They're like, what are you doing here? It's like stealing a horse. <laughs> and Tommy's like, I would have just given you one. Right. Oh, that was very funny. And then the. Uh... The end where they go to, um, what is some like biomedical facility or yeah, something yeah. like that, where the fireflies are supposed to be. And it, I think you even said it during the scene, you were like, I don't think this is going to go the way they expect <laughs> And they show up and nobody's there and there's a bunch of fucking monkeys running around for some reason. I guess yeah. they said they escaped from Jumanji, Jumanji or something. <laughs> Jumanji. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, just uh, just seems like they can't really catch a break. And then obviously, you know, they see the um, I guess scavengers, looters, yeah. raiders, whatever you want to call them, and they try to sneak out the back, get to the horse. Joel fights off a guy. I'm pretty sure he broke his neck. Yeah, broke his neck. He had him in a choke. He killed a man. <laughs> he killed a man, and then you know didn't realize it at the time. But then when Ellie's looking at him, you can see that he got. Uh, stuck with it didn't look like a knife to me, so I'm not sure what it yeah, was. Yeah, it didn't. It looked like a piece of wood or something. Yeah, it almost like the handle of like a baseball bat or something. Yeah, yeah you know what? That might be exactly what it was. It could be. Um, either way, it's not looking very good for Joel. Like I said, I'm sure. I'm sure he's going to be fine. Yeah, but uh, maybe Ellie's gonna patch him up or something. Um. Those those guys that were the scavengers or whatever you want to call them, they didn't seem very well armed to be roaming around in like the middle <laughs> yeah. of the city. I mean, if you had a baseball bat or whatever, none of them had guns because Ellie mm-hmm. turned around on the horse and was shooting at them, and they yeah. just all yeah, of, they, yeah, they kind hit of, the deck, yeah, went their own way. <laughs> so it's very interesting. I don't know why you'd be roaming around the city in a post-apocalyptic wasteland without <laughs> anything to defend yourself, really. But um, <laughs> so uh, what did you think of the episode, Laura? we uh probably should have mentioned earlier on that laura is still on vacation um she wasn't able to make it for this episode but she should be back next week for cocaine bear yeah which her is very excited for i am more excited for cocaine bear than i've ever been for anything in my entire life (laughs) i think he has enough excitement for all three of us (laughs) um watch you guys end up loving the movie more than i do somehow anything's possible uh, speaking of movies, I yeah. have a question for you. Okay. Uh, in the episode, uh, while they're at the Jackson, in the Jackson commune, there's like a theater room. Yeah. And the kids are being shown the movie, uh, The Goodbye Girl. And I was wondering if you had access to only one movie throughout an apocalyptic event, which movie would you choose? Oh, wow. Uh, Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Wow. That's yeah. fast. Yeah, I mean, I could I could literally watch Hot Fuzz every day mm-hmm. for the rest of my life, and I don't think I'd ever get sick of it. It's just mm-hmm. such a good movie. Yeah, Hot Fuzz is really great. It's really funny, and it's kind of my choice is Tremors. Yeah, um, which you know is one of my favorite movies. Right, and there's I'm a horror guy. It's got some horror in there. It's got a lot of humor in there. Some funny, a lot of funny stuff happens throughout the movie, and I I kind of think Hot Fuzz is similar where it's. Mm-hmm like as an action movie but there's also little bits of different genres in there right. that work so you kind of get a little bit of everything yeah it's got the replay factor and we can't say for sure what laura would have picked for her go-to apocalypse twilight movie. she said she wouldn't even be there for the apocalypse anyway so. that's true but if they have twilight in the apocalypse twilight oh god though i guess if the apocalypse started in 2003 hot buzz <laughs> and twilight um that's both wouldn't rough. exist that's true. I'd be safe for that 1990s movie. Then again, if this happened in 2003, I'd be, like, nine years old, so... Yeah, well, I guess you'd probably be dead, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, going back to the show, The Last of Us, you said that this is probably your favorite episode so mm-hmm. far. And so what about it makes it your favorite episode? Just... I really love character-driven stuff, and while it doesn't have the kind of action that I loved in the last episode, mm-hmm. um, you know, where I said I, I love that episode because of the balance between the character-driven stuff and the action, 
I just thought that this one uh, expanded the character's relationship enough that um, it resonated with me and I felt like the characters were growing on me too. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I know them more in this episode than I've known them the entire series. And uh, I also just really loved the vulnerability from every character in this episode joel you know feeling like he can't do it anymore he can't take care of her um ellie's vulnerability with saying everybody she's ever cared about is either dead or gone and right he's the joel's the only person she's ever been able to rely on and even the complications uh with you know Tommy's living his own life, Joel expected he'd go, he'd come, and him and Tommy would go do this together, and you know they'd be the brothers that they always were, and Tommy's got his own life now, and right. uh, I I just really loved all of those character moments and the interactions that happened, and I'm curious to see if the Jackson community comes back into play because they said that they always have a place there, they're always right. welcome, so uh, maybe that ends up being how. Uh, Joel gets patched up from his baseball bat injury or whatever. Yeah. Didn't they, um, cause there was like a time skip between when they left that, uh, place with Tommy and when they actually got to, um, the lab or whatever it was. Did like, it say how much time? I think it was like a couple days or something mm -hmm. or, or Joel might've mentioned, you know, four or five days or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know, but I remember there's definitely some kind of time skip. So if Joel was, you know, bleeding out and Ellie had to go back, I don't think, yeah. obviously, I don't think yeah. they'd make it back yeah, in time. Right. So I'm really interested to see how they, you know, fix that. I mm -hmm. Obviously, I don't believe that Joel's actually going to die in yeah. the next episode or at the end of this episode, wherever it was. I don't think that that's what they're going to do. So I'm interested to see how they remedy that situation. Speaking of time skips, I actually really liked that this picked up three months after the last episode. Yeah. I thought that, that was a smart way of uh, kind of starting a new chapter mm -hmm. of the series. And I hope to see... I, I know we saw that a lot in the Bill and Frank episode. It kind of skipped through time. Yeah. But I hope that the series kind of continues to do that more and more. Um, again, we have not played the video game. So we don't know <laughs> if it skips in time in the video game in the right. first or the second game. But uh, I think it lent itself well to this episode for sure. To put some distance between the events that happened... And the events that are currently happening. Right. So you said this is probably your favorite episode so far. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say this is probably my least favorite episode <laughs> so far. Um, and that's not to say that it's a bad episode. I just mm -hmm. feel like all the episodes are pretty strong. And it's tough for me to decide on one specifically, mm -hmm. you know, that I think is the worst. But this one, for some reason, it just kind of felt kind of, kind of boring to me. Like, like I said, you had that scene in the beginning where... Um, Ellie is being sniffed by the dog and you're not sure what's going to happen. That was kind of cool. Um, you had a lot of interpersonal stuff between Joel and his brother. Mm -hmm. But uh, a lot of that stuff is kind of just like, I mean, I don't, like I, like you just said, we haven't played the games. I don't know if that's going to come back into play or if yeah. that's just in the past, they're never going to go back there. It's just, you know, it was a one-off thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of wish there was just more, more stuff that felt impactful in the episode. I guess we did get a lot of, uh, you know, character development for Joel, which was pretty cool. I definitely got to give uh, props for that. Maybe. We also got a lot of character development uh, 
with Tommy. Yeah. We see where Tommy was in that first episode. He kind of seemed like the screw up brother. Mm-hmm. And now he's sort of is in a leadership role in this community mm-hmm. and uh, he's making responsible decisions. And so he's kind of a completely different guy than last time we saw him. Yeah, he really cleaned up his act. So uh, you said it's your least favorite episode of the series mm-hmm. so far. Uh, what uh, what grade do you have in mind? What grade? Um, out of five, I think I'd give this one a three five. I'm somewhere between yeah, three not, and three five. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a good score. That's... Yeah, I think that might be my lowest score mm-hmm. of the series so far. I I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, obviously, we can go back and check, but I don't know if I've given any episode below a four yet. So. Maybe I've given one a 3.5 as well, but... I think you gave one a 3.5. I don't remember if it was last week or the week before, but I do think there was a there was one episode. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give this a 4.5. Whoa! I, uh, episode 3, I gave a 4.5, and I think last mm. week I also gave a 4.5. I don't think it's a perfect episode, but I do really love the vulnerability. I really love the the location, the mm-hmm. Wyoming location, especially with the snow. It was beautiful yeah. and uh, poetic in a way. So I, I really enjoyed it. I'm excited to see how the cliffhanger is resolved next week. Maybe Joel's dead and we'll <laughs> be really surprised. It's the season finale and they just, <laughs> they just trolled us the whole time. Speaking of the season finale, <clears throat> I was just reading a few minutes ago that the runtime was announced for the season finale, and it's only 46 minutes long. Wow, really? That's like the shortest episode of the series so far, so I'm curious to see. It's just, they kill Joel at the end of the series. I think we were... Kill Joel, kill Ellie, everybody's dead. We were actually talking about that, like, how are they going to end off this uh, season? Because, obviously, there I think there's two games, right? So Yeah, there's two games, so far. So, who knows if they're going to do it exactly like the games where they end off on a specific point and then pick up on the next game with the next season. Like mm-hmm. who knows what's going to happen, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. And we'll have to play that, uh, remaster of the game when it comes out next month too. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Definitely looking forward, but, um, make sure you guys tune in next week for cocaine bear. And then obviously we've got what is it episode seven next yeah, week? Episode seven episodes? of The Last of Us next week. Hopefully Laura will be back. She better be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're admit two for the <laughs> Alright guys, thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Hey guys, be sure to follow us on social media. We are at Admit3Pod on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram.